Holy hell, welcome back to another episode of <laughs> that, that took me <laughs> by surprise. Origin. I'm your host, Steve. Oh, I'm Frank. And we're joined by Mr. Dan Carlson from Redemption Rock Beer Factory. Back it's been so long, guys. It's been so long. <laughs> I see for you. for me and Frank it has been a while. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. I, I, I was here like, last time you yeah, couple I, of days. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and I saw you what two weeks ago for two, Ye- three weeks ago, maybe? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where does the time go? It, uh, very quickly. Very quickly. Yes. Yeah. The, Wherever it goes, it's fast. Yeah. So. I, I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where we take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. Yes. This week, we're going to talk about some movies, trailers, maybe some music stuff, and a whole bunch of other crap. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's be great. We definitely are. All right. What are we drinking today? So, so I. I feel I, like you need to tell us about this. I should, because we're all drinking the same beer. And this is uh, this is different for us, because usually I show up with the cool, like, darker, malty stuff. And this is just um, our newest hazy IPA. Yep. It's called Thrills and Spills, which is inspired by uh, Worcester's... Um, Starlight? Long, Starlight, and also just a long-standing history um, as a leader in uh, roller skating culture. Really? Which we did not really know, but um, yeah, apparently Worcester has long been like a a roller a roller skating sort of hotspot. Wow. Um, apparently, where the huh. DCU Center is now used to be uh, was one of the first like big roller skating rinks in the country. It was called Bigelow's Garden. Oh no, kidding! Never um, heard of it. Wow. I mean, I'm also not from Worcester. Yeah, I so. didn't I didn't know about this at all. And then, um, but some friends of ours who have like a local roller, roller skating club. Um, called Woo Skates. Yeah, they're like, you should do a roller skating beer. And we're oh. like, fine, that's cool. And yeah, so we did this, and then we started researching it, and like, yeah, apparently Worcester has been a roller skating hotspot for a while. Um, so the Woo Skates Club nowadays they go around and they, uh, I know recently they were doing like sort of clandestine roller skating nights in like the Worcester Common Garage and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, so yeah, the roller skating culture is alive and well in Worcester and, uh, it's been, it's well over a century old, which is kind of fun. That's crazy. That uh, is weird to think about. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, it's, yeah, Worcester is just full of surprises. Apparently Frank so, has something to say just, about this beer. <clears throat> well, as soon as I popped it, I got like, you get slammed in the face with like hop, Yep. you know, like it's an IPA, which I generally mm-hmm. don't go, go over. We talked about that last time, but jesus christ that's probably my that's got to be the one of the best ipas i've ever oh, tasted thank you. Yeah. like mm-hmm. flat out thank like, you i got the second i i like i yeah. got a sniff of it i was like i know this is going to be good because you, you know mm. it's good when you get that that specific ipa smell yeah you don't yeah. get it in like mass-produced stuff mm-hmm. but yeah. like this it's yeah. yeah yeah so i guess from like a beer nerd perspective it's you know it's a um you know, pretty standard sort of New England IPA. It's got Mosaic, um, Mosaic, Simcoe, and Chinnacops, which are going to give you a lot of fruity notes, a lot of piney notes. Um, really, really, so really, really aromatic. So you guys have both kind of said, like, as soon as you open it, you hear it pop. You can get that aroma popping off the mm-hmm. off the can, which is what we're looking for. Um, and this guy also has a lot of uh, flaked oats in it, um, which I- provide a, a lot of body and a lot of softness and creaminess without providing a lot of sweetness. I was going to say, yeah. it, it's it's a lot it creamier. It feels smoother. Exactly, yeah. Creamy, mm-hmm. smoothie, like, smoothie. Creamy, smooth. Yeah, um, smoothie. But not <laughs> but not, not like overly sweet either. So yeah. um, it just provides a nice base. for. The, so it's just a really just comfortable beer. I think yeah, that's, that's why really I might like it is good. like it, it takes away from the IBU. Like the, mm. 
the, the the creaminess. Oh yeah, almost yeah. Not a ton of bitterness on this. Um, it's almost like a, a milkshake IPA without the lactose. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Mm. It doesn't have that like kind of cloying sweetness to it, mm-hmm. but it's, but it is like yeah. The mouthfeel is just very comfortable and yeah, that's um, great. This and I is... love the hop blend too. The mosaic and Simcoe is kind of uh, the primary ones. Like two the, the best together. Yeah, because mosaic's like very popular now. It's one of the more trendier hops. Like very fruity, citrusy. I get a lot of. Um, Kind of like a like a berry mix from Mosaic, which mm-hmm. is yep. kind of fun. Um, and then Simcoe is just like classic grapefruit and pine, yeah. like American IPA all day, which we we go for a lot. I was gonna say you can taste the grapefruit, but not so much like the the pithy part of like mm-hmm. grapefruit peel. It's more like the actual juicy fruit. Yeah, you get yeah. you get the juicy fruit, and then yeah. you get the back end. You get the pine. Yeah, almost, yeah. I feel almost like if you like espresso a uh, grapefruit peel on a cocktail or something. Kind yeah, of that yep. kind of aroma that, too. Yeah, it's, yeah. That it's very good. All the good parts and none of the That's shitty parts. I, I think this one and that might have dethroned uh, the trees. No, the Pulp Daddy. Ooh, Did I like that. Yeah. <laughs> when did we have the Pulp Daddy? A long time ago. Well, that's that's like my go-to like oh, that's New right. England IPA. It is a great one. Yeah, it, it, is, yeah. it is very good. But like, that's like, that's even easier for me to drink. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, so like this, I've said before, the Trees is my my all-time. Yeah. That is very good, this too. This might... Trees. It's either tied or it took over the spot. Yeah, I can't that's tell. It's that's just, that's just so fun because it's like, those are two like so different beers yeah like you're going from a maple sap dunkel lager to just a a nice hazy ipa with a lot of flaked out mm-hmm. um that's what's cool about beer though it's like yeah. you can have so much variety and then eventually you kind of find it, out like oh yeah i can have favorite beers that are just completely on opposite sides of the spectrum yeah, exactly why not? why not yeah um that's great so i i, I didn't say it before but we're on episode 53 yeah mm-hmm. uh uh, obviously that's cool <laughs> um and i like i want to start again doing the whole like what are we talking about but not going into it sure i'm going to talk about the uh, weird al trailer or yep. the weird trailer the weird al story we just watched that yep, yep. we're going to talk about star wars day and the yes. kenobi trailer yes and we're going to talk about the finale of moon knight okay you probably didn't see it i didn't see it but i don't mind it's fine okay. we can go right into it and um we're going to talk about moon knight oh fuck Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yes. Um, I think the only thing you haven't you haven't seen it. I have not seen it. No, okay. No. Do you care about spoilers? Not at all. No. Okay. okay. All right. That's good. Yeah. Um and uh what was our movie rewatch? Oh yeah. We uh we rewatched Quick Change. Mm. This was last minute for you. Did you get a chance to watch it? No, I saw the trailer though. Okay. okay. I love reading up on it. Uh I saw it as much as I could, but I did not find a way. You can to... get the whole gist of it by watching reading the Wikipedia plot. Yeah, yeah. which I did. And that, okay. the trailer was kind of it, had, it was a longer trailer too, so. Yeah, yeah it okay. So, <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll I'll have some snide comments on it throughout That's the good. episode, but it <laughs> oh, <that> sucked. <laughs> um so yeah. I don't think that's snide. That's very direct. Yeah. <laughs> I mixed mince words and yeah. stuff, yeah. whatever. Uh, so, I mean, to kick it off, everybody other than me had a really big week. Uh, yeah. Did, Dan, hmm. like you, uh, you're telling me that you went to this like gigantic beer conference. Yeah. The craft brewers conference, which is, uh, it's like a craft beer industry conference every year. Uh, in different cities uh, every year. Uh, this is the first one I went to in four years. This year was in Minneapolis. So I was oh. in Minneapolis, Minnesota all last week. First wow. time anywhere near there, really. Yeah. Um, and it was awesome. It was my first time going to the conference as a brewery owner of a brewery that's like actually open. 
Yep. So uh, we, we went there a lot, like in the years before. We trying opened. to learn uh, like a little bit more. Yeah. And we always thought we were like a year away. And the next year we're like, oh, we haven't opened yet. But I think we're, we're open like in a year. And then next year we're like, oh, we haven't opened yet. But right. Yeah. So it was um, just, just like a one wave of imposter syndrome after another. And then mm-hmm. this, this is the first time I could go where it's like, I own a brewery. We're here. Dicks yeah. out. Like, I own a brewery. <laughs> I, be- I belong here. Um, but it was awesome. I mean, it's um, so like Minnesota, Minneapolis is a really cool city with a really interesting like food and drink culture. Yep. Um, just a lot of like um, a lot of uh, immigrants from all over the world go there. So there's some like really nice, authentic Mexican restaurants, really nice, authentic Asian restaurants, and stuff like that. You nice. wouldn't think that, especially like Minnesota. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. Would, yeah. You think it's just like white the whole way. <laughs> yeah. No, no, there's some really, there's a really good food scene there. Um, and I went to one of the breweries I got to visit was the second oldest family-owned brewery in the country. Oh. Right behind Yingling. I was about to say the first one being Yingling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they were open. It's a place called Shell's Brewery. Mm-hmm. Never uh, heard of them. Honestly, I hadn't until recently, but they're like one of the biggest countries by like in terms of production volume in the country. Wow. Um, because be- of their – because they're so deep and saturated, I guess, in either in Minnesota or just like the upper Midwest or something. This place has been open, uh, has been around since 1860. Yep. And we go there, and it's it's just a beer museum. Like, yeah. It's perfect. Like we go there, and they they literally have a beer like a museum for this place. But you go, they gave us a tour of the actual facility, and it's built on a hill, so they could have all the tanks like gravity flow to one another. Oh, that's awesome! In oh. different buildings, yeah, old brick buildings, like, and they had like you know copper tanks and stuff like that. Yeah. They had a display of this old the actual carriage they used to use to carry. Uh, the wooden kegs into town and stuff like that. Um, wow. And they had, well, their flagship brand has been around for like over 100 years. It's called Deer Brand. It's a pre-prohibition lager. And so it's just basically a, a light lager with a little bit of like corn added to it. Mm-hmm. And it was the most perfect beer I've had in my life. Really? Like I, it was so, it was, you know, it was nice and crisp and drinkable. It's a little bit of sweetness, but not being over the top. And just like, I could drink a gallon of that without even thinking about it. Wow. It was the perfect beer. And then uh, one of the owners, who's like the fifth generation over owner, like gave us a tour of this museum they're building, and it was, um, it was just, it was amazing. That's and they have peacocks sweet. on the on the facility too. It's like <laughs> okay, this big, this big, massive, beautiful peacock named Fred, <laughs> just like walking around, and just yeah. like he's basically trying to get up on the the guy on uh, who's giving us a tour, yep. just like interrupting and getting up in his shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do they do they sell it around here? No, I don't think so. No, I've never, yeah. I've never seen it around here. I'm pretty sure they're just local to the area, but they're so, they're so deep and just like, right. There's such an institution in that area. I'm looking at like the the, all the deer brand stuff, and it's it, yeah, old school German stuff. Um, yep. They got through prohibition by basically brewing non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was about to ask that. How did they survive the prohibition? Uh, yeah, they said they were. The they, they said they were brewing what's called near beer, so like 05 yeah. percent beer. I'll take right. a near beer, please. Isn't that how Schlitz got through too? Probably, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of places did. Um, I guess, well, I, I guess, also Minnesota was ass. apparently where like the temperance movement and like prohibition kind of started, because um, they had a lot of German immigrants who were like beer, beer, beer. But apparently, a lot of like the Scandinavian ones kind of were a big part of the temperance movement. So like the Scandinavian and the Swedish and the Norwegian towns were like fuck drinking, and the Germans were like no, <laughs> and so they went back and forth. And when prohibition happened, the uh, yeah. the German immigrants just made basically non-alcoholic beer to get through it, and then, right? When things open back up, they're like full yeah. steam ahead. And it's Damn. weird, to, like obviously prohibition will never happen again, but mm-hmm. like the the non-alcoholic beer movement's like making a lot of steam. Yeah, it is. It's it's which honestly is a good thing. 
Because mm-hmm. like, bef- like, what was it before? Just fucking O'Doul's. O'Doul's yeah. and uh, St. Pauli Girl. St. Pauli Girl, yeah. Right, yeah. That's like all you had. Now there's actually some other brands. And, yeah. trying and it's to crazy because it. I've had like a non-alcoholic IPAs. I can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. But, it's, it's, I mean, all the athletics, you know, athletic is kind of emerged as like the big, you know, behemoth in the non-alcoholic space. And they're one of the fastest growing breweries in the in the country is athletic the bot from the um they're owned by uh sam adams i don't know if they are or there's uh, somehow related to them or not i forget um, are they the did they, i think they are i think they, they're somehow locally related but i could be totally wrong about are, that too. are they the ones that do the marathon beer uh no sam adams does a marathon beer though yeah. I, don't, it's, they do, I mean sam adams has done a alcoholic um marathon beer the 26.2 uh beer which is like yep. a kind of a goza inspired kind of thing um, but athletic is like strictly non-alcoholic stuff, but across a bunch Oh, of, I've had athletic. Yeah. They do okay. a bunch of different styles. They're, I mean, they're huge right now. Um, mm-hmm. at least relative to the non-alcoholic space. Um, uh, okay. Uh, but they make really a ton of variety, <laughs> really good stuff. Yeah. Nice. One of the kids on my route is a, uh, sales rep for Sam Adams. Mm-hmm. And I remember him telling me that the marathon beer, they were branching that off and turning it into a sports like related beer company mm. like Ma- marathon was going to be their beer from now on oh so it, it, it's cool but athletic like that's the ipa that i was talking about like it dude, you cannot tell huh. yeah yeah it, just imagine getting pulled over by a cop and he's like you smell like beer and it's like yep yeah that's true can i give you a breathalyzer sure go ahead <laughs> yeah. try it 0.00 yep yep why non-alcoholic beer yeah. dumbass yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could just crazy. like keep non-alcoholic beer at, like empty cans in your car and be like nope sorry officer it's just <laughs> whatevs as your yeah. chef face and just being like hey yeah i'm just a slob yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me i can't have this yeah, yeah. that's uh, awesome what about well, you frank you did something pretty sweet today uh today yesterday even. yesterday yeah but this week uh you went to go see who oh mr john mayer Oh yes, Mister Your Body is the Wonderland. Yeah, Captain Sob Rock I, himself. I don't know why I did it that. Much, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, we were talking briefly before, but that was. It's my third time seeing John Mayer live. Uh, Zero for me. Yeah, that, and it gets better every single time. Like he's he's so friggin' good. I mean, he's just he, so good. He's been on the scene for twenty something years at this point. Exactly. And he just he you evolve. It's gonna. Yeah. It's bound to be amazing. It was great. Like the light show was epic i saw the pictures i was very surprised at what it looked like yeah the production was phenomenal like it it sounded incredibly good like it was just awesome i i loved it and um the cool thing was is like he's definitely embraced his guitar Mm hero-ness now where he's like totally come to grips with like being like a modern day guitar hero and so like he goes off on you know solos. solos and tangents and they add in i was gonna ask about that extended if just, like, 10 minute guitar solo songs oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, awesome definitely like they add in extended solo sections and stuff and uh the band is just epic it's a, it's some of the best musicians in the world aaron sterling on drums pino paladino on bass mm. and like david ryan harris who's been playing with them for years and years it's just it was just fucking great it, it was so good and uh it was really cool seeing that in the garden and everybody was standing the whole show. Oh, wow. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. Like, even all, like, we, our seats were in the lower bowl across from the stage. So we were kind of like 
if you've ever been to the garden or any, you know, arena, it's like if they're playing hockey, we were like kind of like behind the goal. Okay. So we were a few rows up from the floor and uh it was just it was perfect so we had like you know no obstructions it was just right there wow yeah it was it was pretty cool that's awesome but um oh that makes sense what did you do i have it in this (laughs) (laughs) i'm like what are you doing so yeah that was that was great i got home late you know yeah 12 30 were there any uh, openers for that yeah there was a band called there there was a uh, an artist called alexander 23 Hmm. um you know, another pop kind of uh, guitar solo artist. Never heard of him. Type of thing. Yeah, I, I had never heard of him either, but he was good. And John Mayer came out and they closed his set by doing a cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Nice. And John Mayer was pl- was playing a pink uh, Jackson with a Floyd Rose on it and stuff. Like It was like a total like 80s metal guitar. Like, <laughs> it, it just... It was like way out of left field, but it looked, it, it, it was so cool. Yeah. So that was, that's what I did anyway. I, five years now, when Alex 23 is the most popular guitarist in the world, we'll all, we'll all look back and be like, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, me? Yeah. What'd you do? Absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. Did I? No. No. Didn't do anything. Well, I mean, we had Mother's Day. Yeah. So. Uh, um, my wife was gone most of the day. My wife. My wife. <laughs> I keep meaning to put a my wife thing, but <laughs> yeah, haven't yep. done that. No, uh, Do I, spent, I spent a lot of times with a lot of time this past week with the kids. Yeah, right. So that's good. I just ran up the stairs again. <laughs> did it last week. I did it yeah. again. Yeah. Oh, we're good. Um. So yeah, we're uh, let, let's get Sweet. onto the yeah. Let's get everything. In, let's get into it. I, I do want to talk about the, the weird trailer because, it, like, I think it's fucking phenomenal. I didn't know this movie was even getting made. I knew it, and I forgot that Daniel Radcliffe was playing Weird Al. Yeah. Right. But now that I see it, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is perfect for the role. And and I can just imagine older Weird Al being played by Weird Al. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they can de-age him to an extent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's Roku, so I don't know. It, I mean, it looks cool. It, it, like I, I like Weird Al. I've always admired him, and if you've ever seen him live, it sounds like a friggin' recording. They're, the, the band is so tight. Yeah, they're really. Good. Yeah, it's it's like legit musicians. You know, like and he's had the same band for decades. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, I did know that. But yeah, they're I, they're wicked good. It's funny because like I I've loved Weird Al for decades. Yeah, at least twenty five years. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and. I kind of fell off listening to as much a lot of his stuff after running with scissors. Oh, same here. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. that album was like I think the peak for him, it seems right. like. And then everything just became sort of like here and there kind Background of stuff. Noise. I yeah. remember it was like two thousand nine or ten. He he had said something like he's like, I'm not making albums anymore. I'm just doing th- parodies. Yeah. Yeah. So like it, it's I mean, he still does okay parodies, but you don't hear much from him anymore. I so yeah, much. I can't think of anything he's done, but like more recently than White and Nerdy. Oh my god, would have yeah. been like probably ten, if not more, years ago. Oh yeah, I'm that was, looking up that was to a see long time ago. What he's done? Probably um, nothing. Have you guys seen the original like fake trailer for the Weird Al thing that came out like probably eight years ago on Funny or Die? No. Mm-mm. So it was they so they did this this thing, and honestly, the the, the two trailers start very similarly, where it's like. Mm-mm. you know six platinum albums yeah, yeah. ten thousand live shows and you're not really sure what it's about and then it get, you know then cuts to weird Allen and that's kind of the joke 
Yeah. But Weird Al is played by Aaron Paul. Oh my God. Whoa. I'm finding this. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is great. And then, uh, so Weird Al is in the trailer too as like a producer or something like that. Yep. Um, Olivia Wilde plays Madonna who like, uh, like the, the, the fake trailer is like way more like dramatic, serious, like he's mm-hmm. an alcoholic, he's a yeah. sex addict, like, you know, egomaniac, <laughs> like all your typical sort of like musical biopic kind of shit. Yeah. Um, Olivia Wilde plays Madonna. Uh, his parents are played by Gary Cole and, uh, Mary, um, uh, what's her name? Something Steen. Mary Steenburgen? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Patton Oswalt plays Doctor Demento, who was like the original radio That's host from like cool. yeah, it's, right. Um, but all, like that one's like obviously a big parody of like what a music biopic with Weird Al could look like. I can't but believe they're I just pretty, lost that. At the end, they're the two trailers are like a little like they're kind of similar. Yeah. So I'm kind of I don't know if the actual Weird Al one's going to be like, is it a comedy? Is it like an intentionally over the top parody of biopics, or like is it a right. serious kind of look at Weird Al's life? I have based on the trailer we've seen. I have no idea. After after watching the the weird trailer, I, I one question like sticks out to me: mm-hmm. Is Weird Al buff in real life like Daniel Radcliffe is? I that I, was yeah. That's, <laughs> I wondered the same thing. It's like I don't, I don't. Th- I think Weird Al is a bit of a string bean. There's one, there's <laughs> so. one shot in the trailer where he, like where he's like shirtless and walking across the stage. And he's got a six pack. He's got a six pack. And he also has a fucking bottle of Jack Daniels or some shit. (laughs) I'm like, Weird Al never, I don't think Weird Al ever had like a problem with alcohol or like he's, he's kind of like, I know he's like a, he was raised kind of religiously. So he doesn't, he doesn't drink or he he never swears in his songs. He doesn't like, he doesn't do that stuff. So I'm like, but did he have an issue with that at some point? I'm looking at it I just don't know that. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And maybe that was a, maybe I could see that maybe that like was a, bit for a song like does he have a song by like some alcoholic where he has to like pretend to be drunk to do, oh. to do the song or maybe but i don't think he's ever had like a I real don't life think so especially at that in that time period that like this movie takes place in you know yeah like, yeah so i never heard of weird did Al- you see like, um, actually like yeah did you see uhf i yeah, love that movie yeah i mean yeah. so long yeah that'd be a good one for this that that's a good rewatch contender i yeah, think we should sure throw it in there that that's a that's a funny ass movie you know time to get a drink from the fire hose (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking kramer (laughs) so uh on reddit there's a today i learned and it says today i learned weird al yankovic is a christian alcohol shunning vegan whose religious beliefs is why he doesn't use profanity but doesn't vocalize his beliefs because they are entirely personal oh so okay yes you're right i feel like we need that like the more you know yeah yeah <laughs> i think oh that's one i need thank you uh, we're gonna watch this yeah we're back from this break and we just watched the funny or die weird trailer yeah what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> did did roku have to buy i'm sure they they paid him like the no 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 like the weird because they called it weird also funny or die like yeah they, I'm sure they they just they named it. They're not gonna yeah. uh, what's it called copyright something like that. Right. Yeah. Because I mean I don't know if he's still attached, but Will Ferrell and uh, what's his name, um, Adam Adam McKay. Adam McKay started yeah. Funny or Die. Oh okay. Yeah. Like years and years. And they years they ago. the first skit they did was uh, Pearl the uh, oh the land the, the landlady. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So <laughs> that was the first video in that. Wow. I'm ninety percent sure that oh, wow. that's so. correct. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, which is weird because that's eight years ago. So Pearl has to be like 15 years ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Want to wow. feel old. Yeah. Holy sh! It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Okay. So I, I mean, I'm excited to go to, to see this. It's going to be on Roku. Right. So yeah. Uh, what, what do you think? Oh, it looks, it looks good. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it too. I'm a fan, so I'll definitely watch it. I've never hated him, so but yeah, I'm assuming you're right there with us. 100. percent Yeah, no, I'll, I'll see. I, I just have no idea what to expect. Is it going to be a serious biopic? Is it going right. to be kind of a parody one? I have, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. like it's going to be a serious biopic. Yeah. Um, just because I'm pretty sure he's attached as an executive producer. Yeah. And um. The, and I, I mean, it seems like it's more about him, like trying to be taken seriously mm-hmm. not as a, as an artist but as like, as, a, as a performer or something like that so right. like everyone thinks he's a joke but he's like yes but um so yeah I, but i so i'm, I'm hoping it's kind of like that but yeah. you know there's he's a pretty clean cut guy so as far as like musical biopics go it's like how right how deep into it are you going to get but if, uh, i'm 99 sure vh1 has done it behind the music on him right so. he, they, ha- he, they have <laughs> you they gotta have, have yeah. some filth on you to like yeah. have them have them do it because they're not going to do it if you're just like a boring like piece of toast yeah i will say <laughs> weird al has come out i saw this when i was looking it up earlier um he's come out and said that he thinks this is that this is going to be the performance that people remember daniel radcliffe for wow <laughs> uh, which is a hell of a good joke Whoa. So. <laughs> so weird al's on board so uh looking on imdb he is attached as a producer i'm assuming executive producer mm-hmm. yeah but he's also attached as the writer oh okay. so it has to be so a, it's the official like yeah autobiographical auto auto biopic that yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> all those words Batman. sure yeah <laughs> All right. Well, moving right along. Um, we we recently had May the 4th. Yes. Um, sure did. I did you do anything Star Wars related for May the 4th? You you of all people I Well, I bad, threw Empire on, you know, I, I, but that was just like background noise. But um no, I mean my excitement was entirely taken up by the Obi-Wan trailer. It, mm-hmm. Dude, right? And I mean just completely right freaking that. out about that. Like it looks so so good. I was really trying to figure out how they were going to go with go f- like with it. Yeah. And like the second they showed him afar, a mm-hmm. you've seen the trailer, yeah. watching oh, Luke, watching Luke. I was like fuck that's yeah. Cool. Yes. So that's you know cool. that he's been in the background his entire life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unless but th- who was the guy who um uh, uh, stopped him. Was like, you can't do this. You know what I'm talking about? No, he didn't say you can't do this. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but he basically told him to stay back. It looked like there's a character being introduced called the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, the, th- that's the guy that has the like markings on his head. In like, right. a, I think it's like a weird shaped head. If I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's definitely in the, an alien species. In the cartoon, yeah. his head is like. Uh, okay, so this, this is groundless, but that's been covered before. Yeah, in other he's, kind of yes. Okay. Grand Inquisitor was in the Clone Wars. Okay, yeah, word, yeah. Word. Um, mm-hmm. But there, there's a guy. I, he, I'm assuming he's another Jedi in hiding. Yeah, but it's yeah. Somebody was like, you can't, you, you can't like keep tabs on this kid because right. Vader's gonna find you. That was the other thing that like psyched me out. Was like the whole show was him watching Luke from afar. Staying in hiding and Vader trying to find him. Yeah. From my understanding. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. And like the the things that happened in that, you know, timeline, 19 year span or whatever of, of time. Yeah. You know, so. So the question I have, like for, mm. for you guys, does, 
because I'll give my insight on it. Like, does it bother you that you know nothing's really at stake because you know when Ben die, Ben Kenobi dies? Like, I hate that with shows like that cover the past. Right. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I know there's really no, there. Uh, like we all, it's like watching Titanic, mm-hmm. you know, you know what's going to happen in the end. So like, that's not what you're, the end result isn't what you're watching the show for, you okay. know, it's the content that happens during the, the series of it. So okay. like that to me is what interests me. It's kind of like the, um, uh, the Cassian, uh, Endor, or the Cassian Andor yes, show that coming was the out, same the Rogue thing. One prequel it's like yeah okay we know he dies yeah but like what built this character up and what decisions did he make to get to the point where you were introduced to him in the first place yeah you know they always find a way to make other stakes within that story beyond the bigger picture too like titanic for example like the stakes are is are rose and jack specifically going to survive like you know right. the ship sinks. Which one of them are going to survive? There's there's more specific stakes, you know, kind of. I, there. Yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. Like, all right, I'll I'll put um, what's it called into perspective. Like, Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. been on for four seasons. Sure. Like it revolves around Saul, but it also like throws things in the background that like weren't introduced until the later seasons of like Breaking Bad. Like right. the whole time Saul was basically like working with Gus, right, unknowingly, right. Mm-hmm. But like, you, you, have you been watching Better Call Saul? I haven't watched okay. it, but I, like, I know the, yeah, Saul, the rough outline. Of Gus it. has been there since the yeah. beginning, so yeah. like that, like you know, Saul's not going to die, so nothing from there to there like really makes any sense. But yeah. I will say they they have been able to you know keep you engaged. Mm-hmm. Like uh, um, his brother, the whole thing with his brother, and then his brother. Uh, did, did you know anything about his brother? Okay, I'll I'll leave it alone. Okay, uh, I I am going to watch Better Call Saul at some point. I I got through. I think most of the first season. Yeah. And um I it just I just trailed off and life took over and I couldn't keep watching it. But it gets good. It gets a lot better yeah. after the first season. Right. Well, just like Breaking Bad. I, I think mean, Breaking Bad got better after the first episode. Yeah. I almost turned it off <laughs> after the first episode. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yep. Like but I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> still best TV show ever. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm but, the one who knocks. Uh, yeah. Um so I think what you know what I like about these like flashback series is it's filling in the corners. It's just adding depth, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of like giving you more to, to go off of. And as long as that more is quality, like I don't have a problem with it, you know? So it's, it's almost like, like the Cimmerillion. Cimmerillion yeah. does it covers everything else. Right. Yeah. But I, I guess it, it's, I see where you're going. Like you, you know more about it, but it's just weird that it's in like this format, or the format being like video as opposed to reading. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it, I don't know. It it is, but Formatting I mean I think that's a big just thing for me. That's just a a, a product of the age that we live in. I like, suppose we live in a visual age. You're not wrong. You know, so like yeah, you know, it, unfortunately, like books are kind of like going by the wayside to an extent. You know, and I think this is going to be taking the place of like you know this story could probably be boiled down to one fairly long book you know like a good novel but um i I don't i'm I'm just so i'm just so pumped about it though because it the trailer looked fucking phenomenal i was the 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 uh, teaser they did a couple of months ago like i was Mm -hmm. into it yeah but it was like 
is it going to be good? Yeah. This completely changed my like whole perspective. Yep. Yeah. I was a little surprised when I, I when I was watching the trailer. I actually didn't know if it was going to be a, a series or a movie. Yeah. yeah. And I was a little disappointed to learn it was a series because I thought like this is a big deal. Like this is you know the biggest gap between the original three movies and like the prequels. Like, yeah. This is right. what. Obi-Wan was doing, it's protecting mm-hmm. the fucking protagonists of like the main series. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, it's a TV show, which is, is the sign of the time. So I'm like, this serves to be like a movie. But I do yeah. think they're going to do a good job with it. I mean, they've done, so far, Disney seems to have done a good job with those Star Wars franchises for as far as like a right. Boba Fett. The series part. <clears throat> well, Boba Fett, yeah. The, the, Frank hated Boba Fett. I like, didn't. Okay. I didn't hate it. It just wasn't is what it was like touted to be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This, it, it seems to have be, be well received. I haven't seen it. Yeah. But it seems it, to be it was, well received. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it really like they called it the book of Boba Fett, and they really didn't. It was right, really that, the yeah. Mandalorian two point five. Okay. Well, the, the Mandalorian's <laughs> been very well received. Yeah. That was the Mandalorian awesome. is, so that's, is great. Yeah, that's what yes. I was thinking. Of. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like the, that's the best part about the book of Boba Fett was two episodes was the Mandalorian. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty pumped because like it, it. It's funny that you say that. Like this is the biggest gap, you know, between the prequels and and the the original trilogy, and that is true. But they have filled in, like we Solo, Rogue yeah. One, Rogue One, yeah. Um, what Bad Batch? I think no, not Bad Batch. But Rogue One took well, place during the uh, right. A New I mean, Hope. yeah, it literally led right into the no, opening was, sequence yeah. of of A New Hope. Yeah. Um, and uh, Rebels. That's right. It was yeah. Rebels happens after Clone Wars and and stuff. Yep. And, yeah. Like all of that. It is kind of filling that in. Right. But I, I'm just. I just saw this. I'm like, this is Obi Wan. Like, this is like, exactly. This is the king motherfucker of yeah, this the, gap right here. Yeah, like, they're focusing on a character that you already know and love, and not like introducing a new character and hoping yeah. that you that you uh, fall it's, in love with. It's them. funny you were talking about how like if you, even if you know what the outcome is, like how do you make it? How do you add stakes there? Like, but Rogue One did a good job of that. Like, you know yeah. they're going to succeed because. Yeah. A new hope happened. I didn't know they, they were did. gonna die though. That but, honestly caught me by surprise exactly. so much. Yeah. And like, like it, it, the emotional stakes were so high. And that I think that's right. That might be my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Yeah. Like, I, I do so love Rogue good. One and we did that movie. Yeah, we did. That, that was, was the second f- movie we did for a uh, movie rewatch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing was was like the movie was great. And the mo- movie was literally just how they got the plans to destroy the Death Star. Yeah. yeah. I mean, other than, you know, people double crossing the empire to mm-hmm. to make sure they didn't have full control mm-hmm. but like the the biggest thing that bothered me was like and it's so trivial but the hand holding at the very end was just it's like what the mm. fuck like they loved each other at the end yeah and that's when i brought yeah. up the point of i think you were like finding a friend at the end of the world yeah exactly yeah. you're seeing your death coming towards you and so that's how i took it you're yeah. just looking for some I, form of comfort and i suppose it just it was yeah it was just a weird like um narrative at the very end of a epic story mm, right mm. like i told steve like you know like if if i saw that coming at me and it was just me and him i'd give him a fucking hug because i don't want to look at it but i'd want to be i'd want to be comforted you'd embrace that. me yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. maybe you know. turn you towards it just to, just in case. yeah yeah so that way you get it first <laughs> yeah <laughs> but just, <in> <laughs> just watch me disintegrate <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I mean, yeah, th- this I think this is going to be great, I, and I, I am kind of pumped that it's it's only I think six episodes. 
I, I, you know? I have a whole thing about this, so we'll talk about this at the ass chappage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think we're all in agreement that we think it's going to be epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I this is like super late in the episode, but I do want to address the reason why Jimmy's not here this week is because. We had to record a couple days late. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. we had we had scheduling conflicts. Uh, so Jimmy, we miss you. Yeah, miss you, big Jim. And I'm excited. I don't know how much of a role Darth Vader is going to play in this. But I'm hoping I, a very big one. I'm hoping it's enough for Hayden Christensen to rede- to be redeemed mm-hmm. because I, you know he got shit on so bad because the fucking dialogue and the directing of that dialogue was so bad mm-hmm. in the, in the prequels. Like I hate sand. Yeah. Who that's fucking says yeah. that, you yeah. know, like it gets everywhere and it's annoying. You know what? <laughs> like, like, no, that dude. was the very beginning of hating Christensen. And yeah, he, he came off of, I believe life is a house. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that movie? Did you ever see it? No. It, that was one of the only movies that made me cry at the end. Yeah. But he, his whole thing was he was a fucking like goth kid. Yeah. And he had just learned he had a father, but he also learned that his father was dying. Hmm. And it, it's, he talked the exact same way. Yeah. And I think like he was a very monotone person going into it. Yeah. And you can see that he progressed from the first one to the third one. Uh, sorry. The second one to the third yeah, one. Yeah. The he third not- one. Right. The third one is, I think the best out of the prequels. Yes. But- I mean, but then again, the story was there. I did not need the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like I didn't, didn't need to know about Gwagon Jin. Uh, you could have brought um, Darth Maul in, in the second one. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's- Yeah. Combining those two stories would have been pretty tight actually. But yeah. He, yeah. he needed a trilogy. So, yeah. yeah. So it's like, right. Let me hear about pod racing and this blonde kid. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> there's Brand movies over. that Hayden Christensen's in called um Jumper. Uh Shattered Glass. No, I've never seen that one. Which is about um this journalist who worked for I forget the name of it. I think it's Defunct now, but some like magazine in DC, um, where he basically got it's a true story where he got basically got caught like fabricating these big, like um long form pieces. Um and he plays the journalist that got caught and basically kind of, I think it may have been the new Republic actually, which I don't doesn't think, it think exists anymore. Um, but he's like clearly like a very weird, like kind of sociopathic character. Yeah. So kind of similar to like in the star Wars things, like the dialogue's not great. He's not a very normal person. So he comes across as like kind of weird and way too dry with no personality. Right. And so everyone's just like, he sucks in this movie. I'm like, it's, it's kind of actually part of what the character was really like, like not a normal guy. Like, yeah. Very just like detached and dissociated. Yeah. Because um, he's basically making up these like long form journalism pieces yeah. wholesale and just lying and then having to like keep a straight face about it the whole time. So right. I'm like, he's probably actually doing a good job. This guy just sucks. And also yeah. the movie kind of sucked too. Right. Yeah. Like um, it's kind of funny because a couple of things like when you're talking about like how you don't need the Phantom Menace, there's a couple suggested orders on how to actually watch Star Wars. Right. Really? And yeah. both of them say that the Phantom Menace is optional at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, with how Hayden Christensen acts, you know, there's some justification in that, in that, you know, when you join the Je- Jedi order, you're basically trained and taught to like 
completely detach yourself from all of your core human emotions. Yes, mm-hmm. but yeah. but look at Guagan Jin. Yeah. Look at Ben Kenobi. Right. Look at Mace Windu. They all d- disregarded that. Right. The only person that didn't was Yoda. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that that's true. Well, Mace Windu, he, he definitely... I remember that scene where he's like, do I look like a motherfucker? Well, yeah, <laughs> but... But at the same time, like he, like the the whole council, the whole Jedi council, and everything, they yeah. were all like super straight laced. They were just like, no, but he's too emotionally unstable, yeah. you know. Like they all said that, you know. So I think that you know, so Anakin got taken away from his family, you know. His mother gets killed during his adolescence by the times. Tuscan Raiders, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, wow. I, during I, during his adolescence, I can pull uh, all that shit from memory, right? You know. <laughs> He he isn't allowed to grow and develop emotionally as a human, and therefore, you know, because he can't cope with that, he he seeks that guidance from anybody. You know, he's 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 basically asking to be allowed to feel, and the person who does that is Palpatine, mm-hmm. and and realizes that, and then feeds into it, and and you know, completely. That's how that's how he gets the transformation hits it sometimes makes me to wonder if like the sith were right the sith represent everything about emotions they 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 want to control everything from a purely emotional level you know anger hatred aggression they also like like palpatine goes into like you know being in love and and experiencing joy and happiness and, and stuff like that but like the jedi are just like balance you know Everything must be balanced. You can't have one without the other, but you, you want to be as even keeled as possible. You know. I want to talk about this more next episode. Yeah. Okay. That that's fine. That's going on the docket. There's, there's a right. lot of like philosophy of the mm-hmm. the Star Wars canon and a lot of stuff out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's it's fascinating. But I think that anyway. Long story short, I think that's why like, you know, uh, Anakin emotionally is a bit fucked up <laughs> i totally get it um yeah it's good it's fun um I, like you said you're you're excited yes i'm excited yep i'm, I'm assuming excited. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I i just yep. can't wait to see yeah uh, that, it better not suck that's all i, I care right. about because yeah. i've noticed that like there's shows that have this big beginning this big mm-hmm. middle and this shitty fucking end mm-hmm. yeah maybe not even shitty just disappointing yeah the, yeah it's they they don't stick the landing yeah. every season so and it's kind of like boy i hope this one sticks the landing speaking of not sticking the landing i loved moon knight i yeah. hated the end well hold on before we get off of star okay, wars sorry stuff, sorry real quick um also on revenge of the fifth they announced <laughs> that uh ahsoka has started production so that's cool the ahsoka tano series for star wars hmm. so that you know that is right did, uh did you see the mandalorian at all Mm-mm. okay, okay. um well, you know about like the Clone Wars cartoon series. Yeah, I there's know, like a girl yeah. Jedi who has like she's, she's an a, alien. She's, she's like the blue and white sure. yeah. things. No, she's she not a Twi'lek. Something yeah. different. I thought she was a Twi'lek. Okay. No, but anyway, it's it's a series that revolves around her. She cool. Rosario her. Dawson plays her. She's oh, basically right. like yeah. the canon story is she is uh, she was um, I almost said Bruce Campbell. I don't know why. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> she was Sign me up uh, for that. Luke Skywalker's apprentice. Anakin's was it Anakin's? She was Anakin's Padawan learner. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So like Anakin, like before he turns into Darth Vader. Okay. But she never, she never became like 
a Jedi. I think she not officially. No, she kind of like shunned away from it and just stayed. Yeah, a, a Force user. Mm-hmm. Right. But she ends up being a very good thing in the the Force. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so yeah, so, so that got announced, and also um, Haslab the, or the Hasbro oh. um, Pulse. So the Haslab is like Hasbro's um, prototype toy division. Mm-hmm. I got it. You know. Yeah. Uh, they announced the Black Series um, Darth Vader helmet pre-order. Are they doing a rank or do they already do it? Uh, I don't know, but I'm, I may be getting one. So I'm pretty excited about that. But, you know, it's life-size one-to-one. Like, you can put the thing on and, like, the outer sh- shield comes off. So you get, like, the inside of the helmet kind of look. And they have, like, the proper red-tinted lenses and all the electronics and everything. It It, it looks sick. I, like... You know, Father's Day is coming up next month, and I like quickly messaged my Who's wife. I was like, "You might want to pre-order this." <laughs> so next, next uh, podcast recording, you guys got a live stream. Holy with, shit! Uh, yeah, with you with the helmet on. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, it's probably not going to come out. I'm looking at it right now, and yeah. I might do it because of yeah. how much it is. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, like 131 bucks. It's not as expensive as bad. some other things yeah. are. Like the dark saber yeah. on there, or whatever, is like 250. You know, I, I don't, I obviously don't have it, but HasLab, they, they do a crowdfunding thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, HasLab is doing a full-sized proton pack. All right. That yeah. like obviously doesn't work, but like. <laughs> it's it, like the most accurate. Yeah. Um, it's screen Consumer accurate. thing that you yeah. get. Yeah. That's it, cool. I, I backed it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get it till spring of next year. Yeah. But it was $400. Right. Oh, wow. But I'm going to have a proton pack. Proton pack. That's <laughs> yeah. all that matters. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, do so they we'll already see. do this? Or is the pre-order? No, they they already have a, a first order helmet. Yeah. A Stormtrooper helmet, and they already have a Boba Fett helmet. Yeah. A couple of year or a year ago, they came out with like the Red 5, like Luke Skywalker X-Wing helmet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I wanted that so bad. But th- these are like limited releases. Right. And that one is like go on eBay is going for like eight or nine hundred bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. The the Ghostbusters Proton Pack. Yeah. Like people are already reselling them. Yeah, and they're still they're not they're not they even made even yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're already going for triple the price. Wow! Yeah, so four hundred dollars. You're easy. I can easily get twelve hundred. Yeah, I'm yeah. never going to. Yeah, I'm, like that. That is don't that is, don't do that, people. Or if it comes out and it's just like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> hey, I'm sure it's vi- not going. Yeah, to Yeah, we've seen like, videos eh. of like their prototypes for it, and yeah. it is like it's so legit. Yeah. Like, like you can good. open it up and see the inside. And like everything. the That's cyclotron, cool. the the thing that the uh, with the four red lights, the four mm-hmm. red lights. Mm-hmm. You can take that off, and there's switches in there that when you switch one down, it's the 1984 Ghostbusters proton pack. If you switch the other <laughs> one down, it turns off, obviously. Yeah. But you switch both of them up, it's the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah. yeah. Which is even cooler because of how they did the cyclotron in that one. Yeah. Because if you remember in the movie, the cyclotron just went boop, 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 boop. This one goes do, 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 yeah. do, and just spins like crazy. It's cool. Anyway. Uh, speaking of not landing. Yeah. Moon Knight was great. It was really good, and then it just kind of like fizzled out. Right. The, the ending was so like meh, yeah, that it just pissed me off. That's too bad. I, I won't go go into it, but yeah, that okay. Um, me and Frank and uh, Jimmy saw. We didn't see it together. Jimmy oh, Jimmy saw. saw Jimmy it. did see it. Okay. Uh, we saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, we have opinions. I have opinions. I I feel like you might have hated it a little bit. 
I didn't hate it, but I wish I could have that time back. Why? Well, it, wait, be, go ahead. We now have a spoiler drop, so if we're going, we're oh. going to do. Okay. Go ahead what and you do, think it is. Do the non-spoiler it, spiel. So, like, I think a lot of people go into this movie thinking that it's going to be just like every other Marvel movie. Okay, they're going in there being like, "Okay, I'm expecting this action. I'm expecting that." But you have to look at who fucking directed the movie. Sam Raimi directed that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, anybody else? Okay, yeah, it's probably got a lot of action. Sam Raimi, you're going to see death. You're going to see horror. Is this his first see- Marvel movie since the mm- original Spider-Man? Yes. Wow. So, like, Could they have him back on the saddle? There were so many snapped necks in this movie. I, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, what? Yeah. But no, like, like you, it's... It is a, it's following the timeline, mm-hmm. but it's not using everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, they do say, Kevin Feige straight up said, because I had a, a friend who did not like it. Kevin Feige straight up said the only reason this happened is because Sylvie killed Kang. It would not have happened if Sylvie did, killed Kang. And that goes for Spider-Man as well. So, like, if you saw the Loki series, at the end of it, Kang the Conqueror dies. Mm. And he's the only one that's kept a single timeline. Right. When he dies, the all these, the multiverse yeah. starts again. Word. Yeah. Because he closed the multiverse. Got it. But, yeah. So, um, like, it, I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. But I also, like, I f- walked into it knowing it was a Sam Raimi movie. Mm-hmm. I walked into it expecting a little less than a lot of people yeah and and i think that's what there's so many like it got really positive reviews but there's so many like two like there's an argument for both sides Mm. and uh, like i think i'm sure you're on the other side of me well Uh, to an extent maybe so regarding the whole like hype about sam raimi directing this movie is that it was like this is marvel but it's horror and it was really hyped up to be like, it's Marvel, but it's horror. And so I went into it like, I don't like horror movies. I don't find any enjoyment in really like getting the shit scared out of me and like watching the TV like on the edge of my seat, like, or kind of like curled up. Like, it gives me such anxiety. Like, it's not enjoyable. So I went into this movie expecting to see some horror. They completely mishyped this. It's, it's, it's a Marvel movie with some horror elements, mm-hmm. you know, like jump there's scares. some, there's some, there's some jump scares. There's a couple like hmm. creepy broken looking people, you know, or whatever, right. like here and there. Like, I don't know how to describe like, you know, in like every horror movie where someone's just like, you know, their body is snapped sideways yeah, or something, or something well, but well, they're yeah. still functioning. It's, yeah. yeah. When it's you like, hear the spoiler drop, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah. You know, so like I went into it literally expecting it to be, marvel but a horror movie and i kind of wanted that i i I was looking forward to to a break in the marvel in the mcu formula Mm -hmm. it it, to me it wasn't anywhere near drastic enough like i actually i didn't find anything that i thought was actually like horror in it you know there wasn't anything that made me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and i think that's what horror is for it's not to make you comfortable while you're watching a movie yeah the other thing that I didn't like about it. So it, so we saw a 10 o'clock showing. So I was already like a little bit tired. 
I doze off maybe four times during this movie, which is impressive because it's a two and a half hour movie. Something like that. Two hours oh, wow. and 15 minutes. And I would like say that. at least an hour and 45 minutes of that, if not two hours, is action. Mm, really? Like, I found this movie personally to, in, in terms of like action sequences to be fucking relentless. And I got bored. I'm, I, I'm, I got so bored because there wasn't enough depth to it mm-hmm. to me. I don't think, in my personal opinion, there wasn't that much action. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. No, it was like, every, like th- there would be like a five minute dialogue sequence where you'd like get involved with the characters and something would just come out of nowhere and like they'd have to go running away from whatever was going on. Right. Like it, I don't know. It just, at the end of the movie, I was like, all right, that's cool, but I still don't care anymore about anyone, you know? So understandable. Like, so you haven't seen it, but you said you didn't care too much about spoilers. Go Do we want to go into go. spoilers? Was that supposed to be Godzilla? Yep. From what Godzilla? 2014. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. The one with Interesting. Brian Cranston? Or? Yes. All right. Yeah. All the, right. the 10 minute of Brian Cranston? Yeah, yeah. that's they, true. <laughs> Honestly, I, I never saw it, but I know Brian he, Cranston. He was, was on, Godzilla. he was on the marquee as being like the top build. Yeah. He was in the movie for 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, dead, dead ass. I haven't seen the Godzilla since the Matthew Broderick one. Okay. And Hank Azaria. I, I think of it personally as the Hank Azaria Godzilla. But. So I, I hadn't, we're going off on a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> a here, little bit, yeah. But uh, I hadn't seen, um, like, I, I, I did the, I did the um, Matthew Broderick one. And then when the 2014 Godzilla came out, me and my wife went to go see it in the theater. Yeah, you were there too, right? Yep. Lemonster. That was pretty good. And I was like, oh, sweet. And then they started coming out with more. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Well, one day I was homesick and uh, I threw it on HBO. They were all on HBO. And I watched all the like King Kongs and Godzillas and the, the MonsterVerse. Mm-hmm. Great. Just do it. Like it's, they're all worth watching. I saw. You know? Especially the King Kong movies. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. I know I saw one, the more recent of the Godzillas. Yeah. Maybe King 2019. Yes. Is that where they like they started like evacuating Hawaii? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. It's really good. It's, it's legitimately right. decent. It's more like story than fighting, but yeah. the fighting yeah. is great. Yeah. Right on. Right on. It, yeah. It's it's awesome. Is but, that is that the one where he like rips open the head and just? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, that's Ooh. that's um that's the first one. Is that's it? 2014. Okay. That's 2014. Okay. The but first one is amazing. I suggest highly suggest you it. Really see it really is. I'll check them out. It's okay. Wicked good. I'll get to it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so like, yeah, th- this this movie it let me down because I wanted it. It didn't hit the things that I wanted out of it. And as far as like, if you didn't see Wandavision, you're fucked. Yes. In this movie, it, well, like yes and no. For me, I thought it hinged way harder on Wandavision than. Um, any other of the series that had come out to this point, even more than Loki, like Loki. Okay. It established like the, the multiverse kind of, or mm-hmm. went into like the start of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You didn't need to see Loki to see this movie. You didn't need to see Spider-Man to see this movie. They make some mm-hmm. like references to Spider-Man, but it, there's nothing that's hard. I think that's pulled from the movie because I I totally followed along with it and I hadn't seen the last Spider-Man. He yet. shoots a web from his butt. Yeah, <laughs> funny. 
Yeah. Good line. Yeah. But um, if you didn't see, if you didn't see WandaVision, like Wanda Maximoff ended the Avengers, like she wasn't the Scarlet Witch yet. Mm-hmm. She becomes the Scarlet Witch in WandaVision. Vision, yeah. And then in this movie you're you, you're dealing with the scarlet witch did you watch wandavision at yes all? okay yeah. yes i saw so, that one right so so, so like to, if you didn't see wandavision like you went from like wait why is she a bad guy yeah well you, you don't know? know they kind of like allude to it but they don't really uh kind of like pull the trigger on telling you that wanda is the the bad guy in the movie right yeah right because yeah as i recall like in wandavision like you, I can see the threat, like the, how she would lead to being a bad guy, but the, right. that show does not end with her being a bad guy. So, like, as far as I, as far as I was concerned, it's not too explicit. She's yeah, just it's, it's her story, and to you take, know, but there's a lot of there's so much pain there. It's like okay, she could right. definitely become a villain after this. Yeah, to, to like condense the whole story is like Wanda took over Westview. They mentioned Westview in the movie. They mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, she took over Westview. The hex. She what? The hex. Yes, mm-hmm. and they like at the end of WandaVision, she, the, this is what kind of annoyed me. Yeah. She seemed remorseful for what she did. Yeah. And she went into hiding. Yeah. But right. she went into hiding with the Darkhold. The last mm-hmm. scene you see in WandaVision, that's the extra scene, After, yeah. is her reading the Darkhold and hearing uh, Billy and Tommy in the background. The mm-hmm. kids. And yeah. so you know it's it's the multiverse. Yeah. So like, yes. Okay. And then th- there's no narrative between that and that to where she finds out about the multiverse there's no way no they don't tell you who america chavez is Mm. they just show you her i had no idea who that chick was so you know i'm like so like america chavez is in the comic books she is a multiversal traveler Mm. she's a nexus being she's there's only one of her and Wanda is supposed to be a Nexus being. There's only one of her throughout the multiverse. Right. Yeah. She she can travel the multiverse at will. So um she's going after uh America at the very beginning, this, that, and the other thing. Like you end up finding out it was her afterwards, and that's where everything just goes wonky. Right. But like I I I wrote this down and I remember it verbatim in my head now. A lot of people are walking into this movie assuming that it's going to be interconnected because it's the MCU, it's part of Phase 4, this, that, and the other thing. But look at the first 22 movies. Mm-hmm. The first 17 of them made no fucking sense. Nothing interconnected. Yeah. They're I mean, starting fresh again. Like, you you do know who they are, yeah. but they don't have to make sense. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I think if you get that out of your head, that you'll be a lot happier with the result of the movie. I suppose, but you can't you can't not get that out of your head because it is advertised as an it, it, it is an MCU movie. And but you have to you realize know, that like I don't know if anybody's gonna go see this movie who has never seen a Marvel movie before. But people aren't just going there that haven't seen them. Like, right. Like, but you go knowing that it's interconnected and it is, but like where I'm going with this, like yeah. I wasn't done with the rant. Sorry. The end of the rant was like, once you get to the end result of that phase or the, the end phase of that like series, everything connects to something. 
Like Baron Zemo connects to like Iron Man from like one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and he was in uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He was in um uh what the hell is it? Civil War? Mm-hmm. Like it, it it's all I feel like it's all gonna make sense eventually. Cause there's going to be a big bad. And I still think it's Kang, but whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Like I was really I was very excited when they did the reveals of the other Marvel characters with in the in, in that in Earth eight one yeah with yeah. Uh, Reed Richards and Professor X and right. you know like so that's the big spoiler yeah is they show Professor X which is played by Patrick Stewart yeah cool. okay. they show Reed Richards who is played by John Krasinski yep mm-hmm. saw that okay um yep. Captain Marvel in this universe is not uh, Carol Danvers it's Monica Rambo not Monica Rambo um, her mother from you remember captain marvel the movie yeah so uh carol danvers is um the hell's her name blonde haired chick yeah square jaw forgot her name (laughs) okay (laughs) um but yeah her her co-pilot uh photon i can't remember her first name uh, but Rambo, she is Captain Brie Larson. Brie, Brie Larson, what's yeah. what's oh, Brie Larson is Captain Marvel, right? Yes. Yeah. What's yeah. Uh, her Photon's name? Or, or I'm working on it. Mm. I'm googling the man Googles every yep. podcast. Anyways, uh, so and then uh, Mordo. Remember Baron Mordo from the first uh, Doctor Strange? He was the bad guy in it. Okay. Yeah. He's a good guy who's kind of a bad guy. Yeah. And then you see captain carter from marvel's what if yeah so you see captain oh. marvel but british <laughs> what if thing has adds such a crazy element to the whole thing it's it's <laughs> weird to see live yeah and it's it's yeah yeah <laughs> but like they have 10 minutes maybe 20 minutes of screen time yeah and they die really quickly like oh wow and okay. the deaths are f- the first like two are pretty phenomenal like uh, uh, Reed Richards goes, he gets all embiggened. What? Photon is um, Monica Rambo. No, right? Her mother from the first one. I'm not going that far. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Monica Rambo is her superhero is Photon. Yeah, from WandaVision, she turns into Photon. Right. She takes her mother's name. Oh, okay. She was Photon. She her pilot name was Photon. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Wait, from WandaVision? Yes. So, like, do you remember the, the chick that kept getting kicked out? And she went through a third time, and when she came through the third time, she ended up having superpowers? The black chick. The black lady. Oh, um, yeah, I'll never get the name. But yeah. She, she was, was, like, one of the FBI she agents. Was the FBI, yeah, yeah. And then it turns out. Well, she was out, a cool one, right? Yeah. And she, okay. Yeah. yeah I can, I'll never get She her. started playing a key character role along with, like, Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings was yeah. there. You know. Maria Rambo. Maria Rambo. Yes. Monica right, is her yeah. daughter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maria was uh, Brie Larson's co pilot in Mar- uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, they did refer to that. Okay. That's yes. right. Yeah. I so, know, I, so I'd not seen the other one. So I'm like, there's yeah. history here. I don't get it, but they're carrying me through yes. right. quite well. That's, yes. That's yeah. why, like, the, they show the blip in, in WandaVision. Like, she comes back. Okay. Her mother's dead. Right. Yeah. 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 And yep. so, like, all, that that's where that interconnects. So okay. if you didn't okay. get it, now yeah. you do. Yeah. But like, like, uh, what's it called? Reed Richards, like in Biggins, he gets like tall 
And then yeah. fucking well, like eighteen minutes, the word begins. It's very. <laughs> she just turns him into fucking spaghetti. Yeah, he just goes. It, it was a gory movie. I will say there was there was some gore. There was in the, way yeah. more blood than I expected. Yeah. That's probably why they signed San Remy on to do it. Like, yeah, yeah, but and so that's my favorite part is like, I'm a huge Sam Raimi fan. Mm-hmm. Like like I love everything, almost everything he's done, but like you could just tell. And so, like, uh, we'll get to the end of the movie because I yeah, it, no, it's, it's fine l- later. But like, um, uh, shit, yeah. Uh, well, we uh, started a little late. Yeah. So. Uh, so in in the movie, you turn you learn about dreamwalking, mm. where if you read the Darkhold, you learn how to dreamwalk, mm. and it's taking your physical being in the universe you're in, and inhabiting the body of a different universe as you word yeah they basically say that like when you have dreams it's actually you're experiencing what your multiversal self is counterpart is yeah that's fun yeah yeah i thought that was kind of a neat concept so the craziest part is 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 wanda takes over her uh self in another universe Mm -hmm. and that's how she like fights the other guys but the that universe actually i don't even think it's that it's just whatever universe they're in it has to be because there was a, a different universe's uh dr strange Mm -hmm. who was killed at the beginning of the movie and they buried him that dr strange dream walked into that body into a corpse that yes into the corpse of dr strange that's and that's the commercial where you see like the hands going like this yeah makes you think he is the bad guy he is the good guy yeah like it was so fucking like i was like what that's that's good. Yeah. It takes you for a ride. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's not a. It's it isn't a not entertaining movie by any means. It, it's it's very entertaining. I liked it. Yeah. I feel it like looked great. I feel like you, know? you liked it. Like it didn't necessarily keep your like kill the movies for now thing. Yeah. I. Although it did, I don't know. The day the day after, so Monday, I was kind of like sitting at home. And I was going Sunday, you mean Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was sitting at home and I was going, do I really need to see any more of this shit? You know, like, I, like I don't, every single Marvel thing that has come out since Avengers that wasn't the TV show because the TV shows continue on with characters that you know and care about already. Yeah. Anything that's newer, you know, granted Dr. Strange's characters that we know. Yeah. It, it just, it has not grabbed me, you know, like, Moon Knight, I saw the first episode and I thought it was really cool, but I just, I didn't go, I have to see what happens next. Like it. Fair. Yeah. Everything has been kind of like that to an extent. Okay. Um, But I'm just so fucking marveled out. I'm so marveled out. And when I, when I saw, sorry, when I saw the, when they started reintroducing, like when the Reed Richards came in, Professor X, I was like, finally, this is going to be the event where they can it, it gives them license to go off in these directions. And I really fucking hope they do. And if they don't, I'm going to just completely write off Marvel altogether and be like, there's the missed opportunity. And they killed him. But you have to know that they already have a fantastic four. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am hoping it's six ones. So I don't know if you know the comics much, but not at all. Uh, uh, yeah. Our, the earth that we currently live in, in the comics is Earth 616. Hmm. Everything else has a different number. I don't know those numbers. I want I wondering 
if the Fantastic Four is going to be 616's Fantastic Four. That's all I want to say about that. Yeah. All in all, I loved the movie. Yeah. Uh, other, people are divisive about it, but I do understand your burnout. I'm starting to understand other people's burnout as well. Yeah. Like some people are like, I could take a year or two off, but that's not how Marvel or Disney works. It, it yeah. would be a bad business decision exactly. for them to just stop. I got the sense they're trying to, and I'm saying this from someone who's like more from the outside looking in, but yeah. like looking at the bigger picture of all the different movies and characters stuff like they're trying to basically reset the slate on this multiverse kind of idea. Whereas the, I think the first generation movies were all about those, the Avengers leading up to they had, the they, bigger Avengers movies. They had movies. to throw narrative That was there. like their sort of climax of the whole thing. Right. They have to do something different. So they're basically rebuilding the platform on this multiverse kind of thing. And that's, there's going to be a new wave kind of focused around this idea with new characters, new movies. And somehow they're going to like make that the new sort of focus. Yeah. And then we'll, that's eventually going to build to something bigger. Like I think you were saying there's going to be a new big bad. Is there a new sort of – it's us all going to sort of coalesce around one new kind of thing. Similar to how Endgame or Infinity War sort of was the uh, the sort of the climax of the, the first – yeah, everything built up to of, Thanos. Yeah, exactly. In, in yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where I'm going. Yeah. What were you trying to say? Uh, well, I'm wondering who's it going to build up to and is it going to take 27 movies to do I it? I don't think so because I, I hope it doesn't because I would hope that they would learn that like, okay, you you got away with yeah. it once, but like Yeah, you got away with it once because it, it was it was new. It was new and, and that was probably the the fact that you, had, you right. I mean, the first generation of MCU movies was like who's the next the next thread they're going to introduce, so the next yeah. character, the next kind of like mm-hmm. other f- like you know sub franchise they're going to weave into the bigger franchise, and that right. was like part of it. But like that's kind of been played out. Like I think people are no longer excited about. I that. would argue a little differently that each phase had a big bad, but it was building towards yeah an ultimate big bad, mm-hmm. right? Like an Earth ending big bad. Yeah, right. I just don't want to go through that again. I don't want to go I through. I don't want to go through twenty-seven movies and twelve years. So think to about get to the ultimate big bad. It probably has to be leaner than that. Like yeah, I'll be fifty. Yeah. <laughs> think about how long. How long has Marvel been out? Seventy years. Yeah. Eighty years. Yeah. I, th- there's a huge amount of shit that they can yes. do. So, but they don't need to. But it takes a while like, to make a movie. That's my thing. Is like. They don't need to exploit every single aspect They're of Marvel. They're not, but they, they still have to build but, the narrative to people who don't read the comics. Sure, but... my If I were to say anything, my opinion would be, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it until right. you're ready. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's exactly what I'm basically doing right now. I'm, you know, I'm like, completely different. I'm, I've been engaged. I'm a Marvel shill. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I, I mean, there's a reason, like, why they say the Marvel formula yeah. now, you know, like it. that's a phrase now on how to describe these movies. Like it yeah. follows the Marvel formula, you know, where it's just a spectacular action movie with arguably not a hell of a lot of depth or substance. Okay. You know, yes, there are some of the characters are very deep and they go through a lot of personal trauma and you care about some of them. And I, I totally get that, but they all follow the formula okay you know and so all the characters are different but they're all kind of the same that's how i feel i get it so it's like 
okay, we did, we did 27 movies. We've been over this before. We did 27. Do we have to do that again? Do we have to introduce a bunch of characters that like have all endured some type of personal trauma and now they all have to team up to take down the guy that wants to end the world? Again? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, um, another one. My completely <laughs> uneducated and totally outside the loop guess would be like, which is okay. Yeah, my, my guess is that they're going that they're hoping that the the concept of the multiverse would be like that's the more right. interesting thread that elevates the whole thing. So yes, um, it's no longer just the MCU formula, but it's it's that plus the fact that now we're talking about different. It's the long epic. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that and also you know the fact that you have different franchises from different times coming in, interacting, that can add a lot more complexity to mm-hmm. it. And I, hope, yeah, I, mean, totally. I, don't, I don't think they're going to do the so it won't, won't be as kind of like linear as the first generation. Right now, you can do a lot more. It adds a lot more unpredictability to it. Yeah, well, I'm thinking. I don't know though. For sure. Before we end this and go on a quick change, yeah. I want your opinion. Do you think Wanda is dead? Do I think Wanda is dead? Yeah. Probably not. She just signed an eight movie deal. Yeah. So she's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> probably not dead. Then. Yeah. Eight yeah. movies. Yes. Right. And I read so this. They're from... probably going to the old school. <laughs> Twenty seven mm-hmm. movies coming right up. Yeah. I have to wait until I'm. <laughs> yeah. You know, she is collecting a pension. To she is either people. the one of the most powerful beings in the Marvel universe yeah. comics, or the most powerful. She. Mm-hmm. Like she rewrote reality. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, every week we do a movie rewatch. Okay, uh, with the re. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Frank hated this movie. Um, <laughs> we started doing the movie rewatch roulette following uh, uh, Dan's um, the Phantom, the Phantom with Billy Zane. Frank yeah. hated it. Intrigued. We all hated, hated it. it. We all hated it. Did you really? That's good. Okay. I, I, I was on here for the for the reaction. So I, I, I'm glad I, you're here, though, because I thought about this on the way down. I was like, I get to ask him the question I had last week, which was. Why? Why? That's a good question. So I have a theory as to why, but I'm wondering if if what you're going to say is the is the right theory. Why did I pick the Phantom starring Billy Zane? Um, because it is a. I mean, it's it's a. It's a formative superhero movie. Like this was before this movie came out before the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies did. I think the only other the only like real superhero movie at the time was maybe Spawn or Steel starring Shaquille O'Neal, which I also could have picked. You're welcome. I didn't pick that one. Yeah. I loved Steel though. <laughs> I mean, I loved the Phantom when I was a kid too. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I picked because it, it was silly and stupid, and the guy is wearing like a a purple skin tight jumpsuit the I wish you listened movies. to the episode because I called him Black Panther Light. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would Yeah, or like uh not where. I was going to say Punisher Light because uh in the original like if you ever like read the comic book where yeah. Punisher is he, he had a one piece. He went and also like because it was, you know, the whenever they they did it they he, they, he wasn't drawn as uh he was outfit wasn't black it was like a bluish purple kind of color yeah so right. he kind of looked like the phantom you know what's yeah. even funnier thinking about it is the original punisher like he had a scoop neck yeah, yeah. yeah. wow holy fuck yeah. yeah um it's more like a wrestling like leotard yeah kind of thing yeah yeah holy shit yeah um but i thought it was a, it was a silly movie uh it also stars um i forget the guy's name but the guy who was in the warriors and then later played um 
Dexter's dad in the Showtime series. Oh yeah, Dexter. we talked about that. Yeah, we he did was, mention he's, that. Yeah. He plays one of the bad guys in that one too. Yeah, yeah. And Treat Williams, I think, plays the big bad. Like, yeah, I I cannot recall. A I hated his voice in that movie. He was I did so too. vaudevillian. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Gonna get him. Yeah. yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. I don't um, know. Yeah. It is, was, it, is it is it Christy Swanson that plays? Am I I'm just remembering? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Christy Swanson. So the original Buffy. So yeah. I I was saying that like all right. So like you know she did Playboy in like the early 2000s. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. She like this was 94, 96, 97. 97. Yeah. So like I don't she still looked like Buffy young in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. But like I think it was like 2001 or 2 that she did Playboy and she looks like she looks like she did in Big Daddy. Like there was a big fucking difference in only a couple of years. Yeah. Hmm. I don't even mean like boobs. I just <laughs> <mean> like, <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, growth like old getting a little older well, yeah yeah more i don't know we're not talking about this movie again <laughs> <laughs> we watched quick change so you don't have to yeah no. uh initial you just say you hated it i didn't like it you you didn't finish i got it. through i got through two thirds of it i think or three quarters where was of it the or last something? part you watched i don't know it was an hour and 22 minutes into the movie yeah well what happened though did you see uh um, i'm trying to remember did you see what's his name jump out of the car maybe he hit his head there was a lot of car happening and like i know like randy quaid's car was all smashed up and getting pulled away on a wrecker or something like that. okay so you already saw them jump yeah yeah you must have stopped it right before they get into the cab no, they got into the cab and, and they were with the guy. Okay. Yeah. They got, and, and he didn't speak English. He didn't speak English. Yeah. Uh, I, yes. Okay. So I saw that part. You can tell that like, I didn't pay too much attention to this movie. I did watch it, <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't retain anything. So you guys see who the cab driver was? I saw yeah. Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. It was that's, Tony Shalhoub. That's yeah, crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, it is kind of nuts. It didn't really look like him. And I was kind of like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. So it totally did. So, to make the the ending make sense, what happens? He jumps out of the the cab. Yeah, he is running at like thirty miles an hour. Yeah, he hits a newsstand and like oh, I just burped like seven times in a row, <laughs> and like hits his head. He has basically has a concussion. Yeah, all these people are around. The cops are coming, and then the 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 cop, the detective, or the captain is like they're on the run. So he goes out there. So they hide. They end up hiding in a mobster's like warehouse, and like they don't know where they were going. Yeah. So they're like, "I'm here for the money." Yeah. They they take like six thousand dollars from the biggest mobster in New York City, mm-hmm. and they get away on a bus. And the last part is they get on the plane to go to where they're going. The other part you don't really need to know about, but that mobster happens to be on the plane, and at the last second that detect the the uh, captain is on the plane and grim helps him apprehend the mobster and the last thing he says is like hey what's your name man i want to me- give you a commendation and he's like my name is william chipster and he gets on the plane the plane takes off and he's like motherfucker he realizes that that was the chip the because he goes call me chip call me skip oh okay okay so basically the movie is uh, bad <laughs> so i knew it was gonna be bad when i realized so i so i saw you like probably 10 hours ago when you were like hey, yeah on the podcast this movie we're watching i'm like wow 
I have never heard of this Late movie. edition. Yeah. It, it's based off of a book from the 80s. Yeah. And apparently this is the second. I, I was looking at the Wikipedia thing. This is like the second actual. This guy wrote Funny Re- Farm too with Chevy Chase. He wrote oh, okay. the book based, Funny Farm was based off of. So I never heard of this movie before in my life. And then I look it up online. And it was made in 1990 starring that late? Bill Murray. Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Yep. And Randy Quaid. Three like actors at the height of their popularity. And yes. I never heard of this movie. So I'm like, yeah. this movie must suck. That was the thing is I was like looking at the cast. I'm like, how have I never no, heard of yeah. this? Like Gina Davis, she's like basically in between Thumb and Louise and A League of Their Own, which I yeah. think are probably her two biggest movies maybe. Yeah, probably. Probably. Know, yeah. Probably. So Bill Murray in, in 1990. So he's, in, he's still riding off of Ghostbusters. He's in the midst of his popularity. 89 right Ghostbusters there. 2. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. This well, is, he hasn't done Groundhog Day yet. Like right. he's, 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 that's his fucking Randy Quaid time. had been popular because of the National Lampoons. Yeah. He's, 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 he's in yeah. the vacation thing right yeah. there. And I had never, not even, I don't never seen, I never heard of this movie. Yeah. So like, this movie must be, I've known fun. about this movie since I was a little kid. Yeah. I've seen it a hundred times on, so on HBO. Bizarre. It's so bizarre. And it was I, my, wa- I watched the trailer and I gotta say it's, so not having actually seen it, it seems like Randy Quaid's a lot. He's an idiot. He. It seems like he brings a little bit too much energy to it because yeah. it's intense. Uh, yeah. So like, so I'm sure it's part part of his character, but he's like, very Randy Quaid. He's very. He's movie. like Randy Quaid's kind of taken over, which I feel like, like he's probably part of the problem. Yeah. So it's like Randy Quaid plays basically the same type of character in this movie, National right. Lampoon's Independence Day. Yeah. Like the 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 yokel. Yeah. You know, wild card. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Yes. But, right. But like every every scene that he was in in the trailer, it's like it's like I'm Randy Quaid, motherfucker. And it's like <laughs> it's like cool. Maybe you should let Bill Murray be Bill Murray, motherfucker. The, yeah, because like, it seems like Bill Murray is like he's okay in this movie. No, he's doing so. The, the whole oh. movie has to do with it's more so right. his character Grim. It gets in his way too much. He gets in his own way. He steps on his own foot. He shoots his own foot. He he like he has everything planned out everything goes awry and then he comes up with some other fucking scheme right yeah, yeah. and it's that that's that's what See, it is that's what the whole movie was it was hey, like every si- the coconut yeah everything that would happen would get fucked up and then he'd just try something else and then he'd get fucked up and he'd try something else and get fucked up after so much of that i don't care anymore like yeah. I, it's like i you lost me right you know like i don't care about these people you know, I think, yeah. obviously, I think that's something that, like, you guys can glean from me is, like, if I don't care about the characters, there's nothing else in the movie that can, br- I, you know. No, I totally understand. Bring that I'm, back. I'm not faulting you for not liking this movie. Yeah. I, I knew it was probably going to be divisive. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Jimmy fucking straight up said he hated this movie. Yeah. And I, he thinks I was kidding. I was not. It is arguably one of Randy Quaid's better movies. Wow. I thought Independence Day was good. Mm. fucking national lampoon's christmas vacation it's great shitter's full you know like <laughs> he, i mean that, the, those movies are his yeah real like, iconic pieces yes. yeah he's never done anything where he's not an idiot yeah yeah that's true yeah he's, he's never done anything remotely serious I, I, at least i can think of he i probably will has. say this and it's we'll so it up, funny but. that you're here i'd rather watch the phantom than this movie wow yeah Wow. Yeah, and I didn't like The Phantom at all, but I'd rather watch The Phantom than this movie. <laughs> I will say I That almost disappoints me in a little I bit. Have, <laughs> I it's have, like a backhanded compliment. Yeah. I'll try harder next time. <laughs> I have this habit of holding movies that I love in much higher regard. Yeah. From even my early twenties. It's nostalgia. 
yeah, it really is. Nostalgia is a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably picturing watching this on like some console TV, no, or whatever, like when you're a kid or something. So you know, I'm not. I I'm not going to lie. I didn't hate this movie. I yeah. l- still liked it. Yeah, uh, maybe not as much looking at it, but like I really did not see anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I I still think it was well done for this being the first and only movie that Bill Murray directed. Yeah, he directed this movie. But I mean, everybody has their own opinion. Like you can hate it, it, you can it, love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What would you give it for a score? Oh, point three. Point three. Yeah, that's probably my lowest score so, yet. I I'm going <laughs> to give it a three. Okay, all right. So we're ten percent. Based on the trailer, I'd give it a two out of five. Based on the trailer, <laughs> and it's, I will say, based on Bill Murray, seemed like he was peak, not, not peak, but like just like cruise control. Bill Murray, like making some quips, not too crazy, not you know nothing. It was very Bill Murray for yeah. sure. Was yeah, that, I mean, was that, was, was, this is was in sardonic was like, and like you yeah know, that typical Bill Murray type of character. Yeah, but um, yeah, I still didn't really. I just didn't really care about him. It wasn't re- there was no no redemption in it. Okay, there's no fair. redeeming qualities to his that's character fair, for yeah. me. So we have sixteen movies. Okay, I don't sixteen sided. Uh, what's the <gasps> Um, hang on. So I don't know if you know how the uh, rewatch roulette works now. No, but we we I don't, I don't eat anything spicy, do I? No, I no, no. Okay, <laughs> we changed that rule. Kind of. <coughs> so the 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 one chip challenge is it's a twenty three dollar fi- chip. Yeah, it's financially War- yeah, and unfeasible. also they're old. It was old then when I did it like uh you know six months ago. And yeah, now it's old. Yeah, <laughs> so like a fresh chip. So. It, it's kind of a pain in the ass to have to keep buying a chip just to have on hand. Yeah. Um, on the off chance somebody doesn't watch a movie. Yeah, you so can just now, buy a hot sauce. And it, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what we're going to do. But, okay, but yeah. instead of doing it on the show, we have to upload a video of us doing it on the Facebook. Right. Let's get that content going. I love yeah, that. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. Yes. So, all right. Well, I got a D20 here, so I figure anything from 17 to 20 just won't. It'll be a reroll. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so I have the numbers here. You do? All yep. right, here we go. We're not going to read through the list of movies because we'd be here till next Tuesday. But nine. 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 We are watching fuck Nightbreed. What the fuck is that? What is Nightbreed? It is a Jimmy movie. Oh, okay. Is it from the early 90s or late 80s? Because God, that seems to be all we fucking watch. It is from 1990. Christ alive. <laughs> there was a movie in Iceland called Nightbreed? Yep. It has Craig Schaefer, David sure. Cronenberg. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that. Wow. Mm. Clive Barker directed it. That's a good thing. Is it Nightbreed two words or is it Nightbreed one word? One word. One word. Is it Camel Case where the B is capitalized? Mm-hmm. It might be. I don't know. Uh... Anything Craig Schaefer is attached wow, to. Wow, this looks horrible. It probably is. Anything Craig Schaefer is attached to, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. So I was going to say, that doesn't look like a very serious movie. It's action, fantasy, and horror. So yeah, okay. okay. All right. That's cool. And it ha- gets a 6.4 on IMDb. Um, worse than that. All right. Violence and gore, it says severe. Interesting. Okay. There's a lot of things. <laughs> Oh boy. 
Oh boy. Uh Frank's gonna have an issue with this. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're watching Nightbreed. Okay. Uh the end. Speaking of the one chip challenge thing, when you did that, like all I did was just lick some dust. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And you were you were not we were both in bad shape, and yeah. I was in bad shape like three days after that. Really, were you really? It was, oh, it ruined my week. It, ser- it straight up did. Yeah. Wow. Shit and razor blades. I mean, just I mean, it just it just general like just stomach feeling gross and wow. weird and tired and sick. Yeah. Was uh, not expecting that. I am sorry. It's uh, fine. It's I I vol- I volunteered myself for it. Yeah, I, I, I was mean, a hot you shot. Did it, so but, I can't feel amazingly bad, but I yeah. still feel bad. Yeah. yeah. It was it was it was a. Uh, I was will tough. say, just licking the dust. Put the fear of fucking God in me. It was not. I haven't missed a movie Jimmy didn't since. Do it. And Frank lost his shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy right. missed a movie, and I was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no lie. Listen to last week's episode towards the end. He was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, pissed off. It, it was, I, I, after seeing the two of us, I don't blame him for being like, "Nope, <laughs> under no circumstances, unless you." But yeah, yeah we, I mean, with physical violence, I will not be doing that. Uh, we, like, I shocking. considered doing the definite, but from what I understand, the definite is almost as bad. My the the, bit, the thing that I, I hate the most about the one chip thing was that the chip was like one. It's a chip, so like you eat one chip and then you're done. It's just pain. Where like if you have like a hot wing challenge, like okay, I got wings, I can eat for a little bit yeah that's true and it was also the second part was it was just fucking gross like it was yeah. old it was dusty it was musty yeah you eat i it, think that's the intention though because we we looked at it and it was still good it, it was the best by date was like six months from now yeah it was i mean uh, in any case it was like it's just an old it was a chip that was sitting in one single you know preservatively yeah. didn't yeah. so it's like okay that's not and it's and we, we we smell them like it smells like dust like it's not good. Somehow Absolutely. the FDA passed that fucking thing. Yeah, so, I don't know how, but dear they, God. To be honest, like things get released without FDA approval, so I don't know if they did at all. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 fair enough. Oh. But it was it was gross and quick, and then it was just so it was ridiculously hot. So yeah. I'm like, if I if I'm like focused on something else, and there's, if there's some other redeeming thing where I'm like. Hey, these are some pretty nice wings. Or like, hey, I'm right. in a weird restaurant. You, like, you fun, both but. drink a giant glass of milk. Oh my! So. And that, yeah. that didn't, didn't even help at all. Yeah, yeah. like uh, did almost nothing. Both yeah. of you guys were here for at least thirty minutes after we finished oh, yeah. recording. And the, <laughs> like both of you were like, I don't know that I can. Leave. I remember I just went up to your restroom and I just drooled for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. like, let's get it all out. Let's just, yep. And you're saying just like I was staring at the window, being like at uh, the, uh, the mirror, just being like. Let's get this over with. Yeah. It's, it's uh, oh, so, I mean, we, brutal. we, we want to put the fear of God in you, but the fear of God is more so like the, it's not worth $23. No, it's yeah. not, <laughs> but I did not know that part of it. I thought, yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, that, that, that one I got good. on sale for like three ninety nine. What? <laughs> it tastes, it tasted like it tasted a like the three ninety nine version of it. Well, <laughs> for what it's yeah. worth, like uh, what I think happened is the grocery store I was at that had them on clearance didn't move any of them so they're like just fucking get rid of them yeah 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 that's fair fair enough um but yeah so so it's gonna be hot sauce it's gonna be hot sauce and it's more so we try and find a really hot hot sauce Mm -hmm. and love that record yourself okay so like the embarrassment is there yeah you have to share it with everybody yeah perfect love that i i feel like like i don't miss movies yeah like so i, I don't I, miss movies since that bullshit yeah <laughs> yeah like and that's even more is like i love hot stuff but i don't love hot hot stuff yeah so but whatever i digress anyway is anybody's ass chapped about what anything what's chapped oh ass? oh like what's bugging me me not really 
Okay, no. Okay, here's something. Because this happened at the John Mayer concert. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Weed. No, 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 oh. no, no. There was a bit of that, but not not anywhere near as much as I thought there was going to be. Hmm. Um, if you are at a concert and it's a and there's seats, you know, like the whole concert was seats. There was no like general admission floor area. The floor was all seats too. If you choose to stand, clear it with the people behind you. You know, like don't stand up in front. Like don't be a dick and stand up if the person behind you. A doesn't want to stand or B can't. So like the people in front of me stood up and then they kept sitting down and then they would stand up and then they'd sit down and then they'd stand up. So the whole fucking concert, I was leaning off to one side, leaning off to the other side, standing up, sitting down because they kept do fucking doing it. Maybe they were just unsuccessful at starting the wave. I don't think so. They were just okay. very annoying. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. So like, you know, Clear it with the person behind you and make up your mind. If you're going to stand for the show, stand for the fucking show. Don't just like randomly for no reason whatsoever in the middle of a song. I'm going to stand up now. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, I, I feel like it, that. any kind of thing like that, like you know from the get go whether it's going to be a, a standing event or a sitting event, right? Like, whether it's a concert or a sporting event, like you know. Yeah, and then also there there might be a bit, a moment where like everyone stands up. Yes, kind of cool. But yeah, you got to figure that shit out. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, like I've been to Patriots games, for example, where like this is a standing game. No one's no one sits for the entirety of the game. Yeah, Yeah. everyone gets that. You know, it's funny. That's how it's been. Any Patriots game I go to, I I went to a Jets game or I went to a Patriots Jets game at Jets Stadium. I sat the entire fucking time. Everybody else did. I was at the. uh, I remember those uh, years ago. It was the playoff game against the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Where um. It was the one where Edelman had the pass to Amendola and all that stuff. Oh, the flea flicker? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that game was so cold. Everyone just stood the whole time. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we're, this is a standing game. We're standing. Right. I went back the next season. I started standing. And I'm like looking around. I'm like, oh. You're the only one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh, so, I'm the asshole. So we're sitting now. So I yeah. said, you have to kind of, yeah, you have yeah. to have the, Be the awareness of being like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's, that's my gripe. Okay. Do you have any gripes? No, life's good. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's trying, a good. That's I'm trying to really, I'm digging deep, trying to think of something to complain about. But man, this is, yeah. Things are good right now. I, I totally get it, man. Like, I, yeah. All that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, recommendations. Guest first. No, get, yeah, guest first. Um, I think I said this last time, but I did this last time. Um, Boston Celtics basketball. What? Are they still playing? I thought they like lost out. Oh, they're out. playing. Oh no! That, so last night they tied this the series against Milwaukee two two. Yeah, um, we I were just, at the concert and people they, started chanting "Let's go Celtics!" Oh yeah, like in between songs, and we're like, "Oh ha ha ha!" And then all of a sudden, like a, a somewhat minor but kind of major contingent of the crowd started screaming, "Oh wow, yeah, Celtics!" Blah, blah, you know, and then like John Mayer acknowledged. It's like, yeah, Celtics, great. Go Celtics. I mean, we're here. Yeah. Why not? But what's going on? Are they playing right now? And and like he so he talked about it on stage. That's that reminds uh, me of um yeah. When uh so like a long so I guess it was two that October two thousand four. Um I was at the garden, I saw Metallica live. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. And Godsmack had opened for them. Oh, we had. Um, <laughs> I was at that show. Oh, were you? Oh, no, yeah. yeah. That was a great concert. That yeah. was great. We was talked awesome. shit about Godsmack last week. <laughs> we did, but man. It was, That's fair. It was, it was, they, and they put on a good show. Yeah, That's like, exactly what he yeah, said. <laughs> they had, I mean, they had, they had 
two drummers. They had Sully going on the second drums, and they're throwing sticks up. And Sully Erna is a fucking phenomenal drummer. He is. He Never is. known. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. Uh, Sully came back during Metallica set and uh, sang Played vocals way better on than La- uh, Lars? No, he didn't play drums. He didn't play. No, he no. came back. He sang. I think he sang "Sad but True" and James Hetfield fucked up the lyrics to "Sad but True." And yeah. So then, then Selena was just like laughing at him on stage, which is yeah. funny. But during the game was during the the concert was game two of the 2004 Red Sox World Series against St. Louis, yeah. and which was in St. Louis. Um, and they showed there's a there's a play where like Trot Nixon like made a diving catch like in the seventh inning. I remember that they showed that on the big screen. Everyone fucking nuts. So yeah. every time I think about people, you know, them playing sports highlights during concerts, I'm like, oh, I think it was like, but Trot Nixon, game two, yeah, the, like it was it was awesome. I have a funny story when the uh, Red Sox won the World Series in 2004. I was mm. working at Denny's. I was a line cook at Denny's. No lie, I listened to. That last, like, I, I don't remember, obviously, it was almost 20 years ago, mm-hmm. but I heard that last thing where they're like, Red Sox win! Yeah. I literally ran on the line, and, like, you've worked on a line, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, have I you worked have. on a line? I haven't, but... When you have eggs, mm-hmm. you have them in a, an entire crate, and it's like 36 eggs. Right, yeah. I picked up the it's entire crate and just fucking whipped it at a wall, <laughs> and it was full. Because awesome. yeah. I was prepping that entire night. I was like, fuck yeah! That's awesome. Like, I, I got in trouble. I had to replace yeah. the eggs with my own paycheck Like when I get paid, but it was just... it was funny as that's worth it we drove around i grew up in gardner and i lived Mm -hmm. in gardner and like we just drove around gardner like fucking madmen and we weren't the only ones like driving around (laughs) screaming our asses off like yeah you know like whatever you know yeah that's that's kind of like what we did i just sat at home i was a senior in high school i just sat at home yeah i was in uh it was exhausting because like that's when like when baseball playoff games started getting like super late yeah. So, oh my God. So every game was, it was like, like eight o'clock thirty. Yeah. yeah. So we're sitting. I'm just like, um, and this was you know, the last game of the World Series. So after like two months, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And they yeah. won. I was like, thank you. Yeah. Thank God. I can go <laughs> now. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna sit here and just yeah. just take this in. Yay, curse pillow. And then <laughs> this is nice. Yeah. I'm gonna. And then the next day I get to school and we're all just fucking you know. Oh yeah, throwing, yeah. for sure. Nuts there. Yeah. I just threw things because I was yeah. at work. Yeah. Frank recommendation. Uh, let me do recommendations. What were we talking about? We're talking about John Mayer. Okay, so uh, recommendations. Yeah, yeah, you did Celtics. Um, Celtics. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember my recommendation. Oh wow. Um. Do I? I don't. You you say it okay. To try and remember. Uh, I got I got Instagram ad pulled in. So the, like I, an ad went by. I don't know if you heard of this company called Heroes and Villains. No. It's a apparel slash kind of like yeah it's like an apparel company and uh they do apparel based on themes so there's like a bunch of like marvel it's all officially licensed mm-hmm. but it's good quality stuff so they have like a whole line of star wars shit and a whole line of like marvel and like a bunch of other um nerdy things and uh so i got pulled in i got this i got this bag I've been looking. I had like a sling bag that I would bring here all the time to, with like all my crap. I've been looking to re- replace it, and it's this Star Wars one, and it is uh, Imperial themed. So it has the strap has all of like the rank markings. There's Ooh. all the Star Wars like text and fonts and writing Ooh. and shit. 
the inside of the bag is like the pattern of the Death Star walls. Wow. You know? Yeah. They're like, this thing is like actually a Star Destroyer. You know, like it's it's sick and it's extremely well made. It's this like sling bag. Say, that looks sharp. You can switch the strap to either side so you can wear it over either shoulder. You know, but nice. yeah, it's got like all these like pockets and stuff. And like I said, it's like wicked well made. I didn't think it was going to be this nice because it wasn't cheap. It was just like 60 bucks, uh, you know? Yeah. But um, so I was like and the packaging that it all comes in, like, you know, like you get it like an Amazon, like something shit from Amazon. It comes in that like white gray plastic mm-hmm. shit bag. Yep. Well, theirs is all branded. You know, like it's there got like go. really good logos and stuff. Huh. But yeah, it's really cool. You should check out the the website heroesandvillains.com. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah. There used to be a ga- like a computer game or a video game called Heroes and Villains something like that. Probably. I, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like I have a buddy that like was into that. I don't know if it was like um an MMO or something like that, but mm-hmm. mm. I'm not sure. Or something similar, but yeah. So, I have two. Um so I, I'm into videography, photography, all that stuff. I'm sure you've listened long enough. You know this. Yeah. Uh, I started looking into like better camera apps for like taking okay. videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had Filmic Pro for a long time. Yeah. And I use good it. Good app. It's good. Yeah. But there's better apps out there. Yeah. Uh, I found one called ProTake. Mm-hmm. And it's a subscription-based one, but it's not insanely bad. It's $14 a year. But the amount okay, of so stuff like you can do, a month. yes, like the amount you can do with it, 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 it is phenomenal. Does it do that thing where it basically turns your camera into like an S- a DSLR? Like you can go yeah. ahead and adjust exposure. And the thing and, that sucks hmm. with like um, uh, uh, Filmic Pro is you, you can't do that on the fly. Oh. It's really hard to do it on the fly. You have to do, 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 do. Yeah, a bunch of this, menu diving. you can like move it. And like you can, while you're recording, you can press the button and change your autofocus. Yeah. Like I, it's called Pro Take. I, I really enjoy it. Like it's very niche. It is what it is. Right. It, whatever. And the second one, like this sounds so like, like uh, I'm kissing your ass, but like literally check out Thrills and Spills by Redemption Rock. Yeah. This is one of the best fucking beers I've ever had. Yeah. Thank you. Flat yeah. out. I it's it. really good. Yeah. That's the kind of beer that should like put you guys on the fucking map. You know, it like, should. Yes. It should. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Everything I else too. Yeah. No, but like it's, it's no, legitimately that's... great. Yeah. It's a great beer. And I Thank don't you. say it that much. Cause I, I don't not like a massive beer drinker, mm. but that that's like a, this is like an experience kind of a moment drinking that beer for oh, me oh cool so, that's like awesome. legit i'm not yeah. kissing ass because you're here yeah it's legitimately that good frank's not yeah. the type to kiss ass no. not at all no no uh this like is you. episode number 53 episode 53 fun fun stuff uh yep. it's a long one guys i'm sorry yeah shit it's um, long when i'm here I guess. Yeah. it's long when I just anybody talk. who's not regulars here oh yeah. word. okay but sometimes it is when regulars are here yeah sometimes um yeah. we, we kind of like yeah whatever uh i'm steve frank dan This is episode 53. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay nerdy!